Welcome to the Commissioned Woman Podcast, where faith, sales, and leadership collide. I'm your host, Demetria Reese. I'm a wife, mother, and entrepreneur, and I'm obsessed with understanding what does it take to grow in faith and leadership? What does that really look like? Plus, how does that show up in life and business? So whether you are folding laundry or going for a run, pressing cruise control on your commute into work, or on a flight headed to your next mission, I welcome you. Welcome back to the Commissioned Woman Podcast. I am so excited to be back with you and more excited because this is the first episode of 2022. I can't even believe it. I have sat back probably for way too long, really trying to think through and process, you know, what I really wanted to bring to you in the beginning of this year. And as you can tell by the title, I'm wanting to walk you through how to create your signature offer and what's really required to create that. And this, you know, title came to me because I kept kind of going back to the last two questions I left you with in the previous episode. And those two questions were, are you sitting on your talent and wisdom that is taking you to this point? And is it time for you to move into a new level of leadership that will allow you to truly multiply in the way you know you are meant to do? Now, for some of you, that may be that may mean you are going to multiply yourself, okay? So if you are in, for instance, a sales role, that may mean that you are interested in building a team, right? Multiplying yourself and multiplying what you do, teaching other people to do what you do. Now, the other way that you can multiply yourself, multiply your talent is by creating a signature offer, teaching people what you know and teaching them how to do what you've been able to do, okay? So I've shared my passion for sales and the secret behind my love for sales really stems from the offers I've had the privilege of being able to sell. I fall in love with offers and then I'm able to, um, you know, pass on that love for those offers to people who I know are a good fit for them. So without further ado, I really want to get into this, how to create your signature offer. Um, In this episode, I'm only going to be able to kind of show you guys how to start. This is going to be a meaty episode. And before I get into it, I think it's important for me to define what I believe a signature offer is. Some of you guys may or may not have heard this term signature offer and I'm doing my air quotes. For me, to me, a signature offer is the offer you are being commissioned to create and to deliver to this world, okay? When I say signature offer, I'm not talking about an offer that you feel like you could do and probably would even be good at. And I'm not talking about an offer that you think that people would pay you really good money for. Okay, so 
This is the Commissioned Woman podcast, right? So if you're here, it's because you're someone who's doing work in this world that you were born to do. And you are producing bodies of work or are looking to start creating bodies of work that you feel called to create. So as I speak about creating your signature offer, I am referring to the offer that has your unique signature on it. I'm referring to the offer that your name will be synonymous with. Mm. The offer that your name will be synonymous with. So just think about it. When someone thinks about your name, boom, what is the service or what is the offer that people think about? This is going to go deep. In this episode, I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions. Okay, so in this episode, don't go grab a notebook and paper to take notes. For this episode, I really want you to listen in deep to the questions and I want you to just sit with it. Just listen through, raise your hand, you know, if it resonates with you. Uh, so that you can kind of really identify where you're at, but really cue into your answers to these questions. And then when you're ready, come back and listen to it and you can kind of jot down those questions. I've um, toyed around with the idea of, you know, creating a worksheet that has some of these questions that I actually go through with some of my clients. I'm not sure if you'd find that valuable, if that's something that you would like, um, find me on Instagram. I am Demetria Reese and send me a DM. If this is something that you want, I'd be happy to send that over to you. Okay. All right. Let's really get into it. So the very first thing that's required in order for you to create a signature offer that will actually be long-term successful is to make sure you are creating your offer from the right mindset. Listen, I have experienced, you know, $9.97 coaching programs or courses. I have experienced $30,000 masterminds, okay? What I know is, The mindset behind your creation process matters, okay? I'm going to be um, framing what these different mindset looks like into questions. Um, Consider these questions to be sentence stems to support you in getting into the right mind frame to create meaningful work, not just for you, but for your clients as well, okay? Again, this is all about getting those creative ideas and thoughts flowing, So the first mind frame, the first mindset that you want to be in is them-centered. You want to be them-centered. And the question you'll want to ask yourself is, what do they need most? What do they mean most? And by they, I mean, what do the clients that you know you are meant to serve, the people that you know you are meant to lead, What do they need most right now? You really want to be client focused. After all, if you're going to be creating any offer, signature offer or not, the offer is about them. 
So you're really going to have to step into their shoes. You're going to need to think through what do they need help with? What did they need help with most? And how is your expertise going to help them bridge the gap to get them to where they want to go? You're really going to want to create their story, to think about their story. What is their journey? From literally prior to you, what have they, ha- what have they tried to do on their own? to solve the problem or to achieve the result prior to finding you? What roadblocks have they experienced trying to get the results or solve the problem on their own? And how can you prepare to support them These are just a few of the questions that I have my clients think through because here's what I know. Your intention behind the creation of your offer can be felt. They're going to know, okay? I've invested in a number of different coaching programs and I can tell you when I'm in a container that's been built intentionally for me. Versus a coaching program that's been, you know, just kind of scrapped together. You can tell the difference between a cookie cutter program and a specially curated high level coaching container. And I think it's important for you to decide, you know, are you looking for an easy way to be able to build your business or are you looking for the way that you're meant to build your business? Okay, there is a difference between a chain hotel, right? That's just giving you some place to stay. When you show up, the sheets are going to be clean, right? But it may or may not be aired out with AC on waiting for you, right? It might feel a little muggy in there versus a luxury resort, right? You walk into that luxury resort They have a curated experience that's unique to its location. So if you're traveling to Hawaii, right, they're going to present you with a lay. It's unique to that location, that unique experience. When the front desk greets you, they're offering a tour, giving you a lay of the land so you know where to go, where you're at. You're not lost. You are driven to your villa on a golf cart. And then when you get into your hotel, your villa, the bottle of champagne is waiting for you and it's chilled. And guess what? It's standard. It's a different feeling when someone puts a thought behind your experience. A chain hotel just doesn't do that. Remember, when I'm talking about creating a signature offer, I'm talking about the offer that has your signature on it. You get to choose what that looks like. So as I'm kind of talking through the rest of this episode, this episode is for you if you'd prefer to have your signature on a luxury resort experience for your signature offer. Listen, I'm saying all this because I want you to know 
People can tell when they're being coached by someone who truly cares and is willing to show up for them. They are willing to put the work in to giving them the experience and making sure that they're doing all they can to help them achieve their results. If you've invested in any sort of personal development or business development, you've probably experienced two different types of coaches. There are coaches who care deeply about the work that they're doing, and there are coaches who are here creating things because it's a great opportunity for them, right? I think one of the things, if you're sitting in a a place of, you know, double dutch kind of going back and forth on what type of offer you should be creating, it's probably because you fear being seen as one of those coaches. But trust me when I tell you, if you sit in the right mind frame, if you sit in the right mindset and be in a place of service first, they'll know it. They'll know it. Now, how do you know if you are creating from a superficial space Now, no shame, be honest with yourself. You are the only one listening to this quietly, right? If you are starting your creation process and the things you are thinking about is the name of your offer, what's the title of it? What is it going to look like? What's what's the brand brand? you know, feel or vibe, right? What are the colors of the offer? If you are playing around with the titles of your different trainings or course or modules, right? If you are thinking through, hmm, what what is the price point of my offer and how many do I need to sell in order to make that six figures or seven figures, right? If these are the things that you start off with during your creation process, you are on the wrong track. If you raised your hand to the fact that these are the first things that you think about when you're trying to create your offer, Listen, there's no shame. And if I'm being completely honest with you, this was me for a long time. But I'm telling you, it literally held my vision hostage, focusing on all of those things first. Unfortunately, though, this is the first thing that most people think about because these are the things that most people see from other people's offers. But those pieces of the creation process, while they're important and obviously are going to be things that you're going to have to consider, if these are the first things that you're thinking about, the first things that those are, are all about other people's perceptions and the opportunity for you. So if, you've, if maybe you've created this offer and you're having a hard time selling it, It's because it's hard to sell what's in it for you. If you're talking to someone and you're trying to sell them on 
what's in it for you, they're not going to get it. It's not going to connect. You will not be able to bridge that gap. Selling becomes easy when you are selling what's in it for them. Which is why in the very beginning of the creation process, you first have to step into their shoes. You have to be them-centered. From the very beginning, it has got to be about service first. I literally, I cannot harp on this enough. So what that looks like is asking questions like I asked you before, right? Asking questions like this, what's missing in my market? What is the pain point that my market is experiencing? How does my expertise close that gap? What are my ideal client's most common strengths and weaknesses? How can I fuel those strengths and what can I add in to support them in their areas of opportunity? What are they experiencing before they meet me? What's going on for them? What have they tried to do to solve their problem on their own? What needs to be true for them in order to be ready for my support? Again, just a few of the questions I have my clients answer. Because the answer to these questions will dictate what they need from you first. Answering these questions will also help you get clear on the way that you have to deliver it. What's the container that will best serve them? How do you need to market to them? It's not about colors. It's not about, you know, the Facebook Live. It's not about any of those things. It's, it's really about how do I need to prepare them to receive the type of coaching and the type of offer that I can give them? Again, what needs to be true for them in order for them to be ready? That dictates your marketing. When you become extremely intentional about her, that client you desire, desire to work with, you know you're creating your offer from the right mindset. Okay, so again, number one, be them-centered. Secondarily, this is the second mindset you'll need to be in, and that is you-centered. And the sentence stem for you for this one is, who do I need to be and how do I need to show up to provide the best results for them? Now, I know this probably sounds a little contradictory, but let me explain. So first you're them focused and the you focus is actually a little bit different than you're probably expecting. So you've got to be you centered in order to understand exactly how you need to show up in order to serve them to the best of your capacity. You've got to really sit in and really be honest with who you are and what you are an expert of. You've got to understand all of you, all of your experiences, all of your stories and strengths 
because this will allow you to create an offer that highlights and fuels your offer. Because on the flip side, getting clear about your strengths on the flip side, you'll also be able to identify your weaknesses, which will help you decipher what things you need to bring in to fill the gaps for yourself. This is big. So many of us kind of hold ourselves back because they're like, mm, I really want to do this thing, especially if you are, you know, a solopreneur looking to build, you know, your business, you're doing this on your own. You know that there are some things that you may not be really great at and don't really face it. But if you can identify those weaknesses, I'm telling you, this is a big deal because serving from your deficit is of service to no one. So there's one or two two ways that you probably will go. Not doing anything because you know, you know, the things that you may not be the best at or jumping out and doing it and kind of ignoring that those really aren't your strong suits and it'll show up in the service that you provide. All you'll end up doing is serving to your detriment and the detriment of your clients, really. I say this with all the love in my being. Please don't get trapped into delivering something that you'll later despise. I've learned this the hard way. And again, putting myself out there, I learned this early on um, in my, you know, jumping into the coaching space. One of the roles that I sat in was as a project manager, really a product launch management is what I did. Um, And if I'm being honest with you guys, project management is not something I naturally excel in or even love for that matter, but it's a critical part of my business. And guess what? It's a critical part of my signature offer today. Who would have thought, right? But knowing that that isn't my strong suit, that isn't an area that I love to be in, I've adjusted and I've implemented systems for myself. I've embedded support for myself within my offer and within my business to make up for that deficiency. This is big, you guys. Knowing your deficiencies doesn't make you any less valuable of a business owner or a coach. It actually enables you to be a better leader and in turn allows you to be far more successful. I mean, there's nothing better than to say, you know what, this isn't my zone of genius, boom, hand it over. If you know that there's um, a specific, there's another piece of the puzzle that needs to be added in order to make your signature offer work. Don't be afraid to pull in someone else to support you with that. Okay. When I'm telling you to be you centered, I'm asking you to do an honest car facts on yourself. Do you remember that? Do a car facts on you as a leader and as a coach. Go back, look at your experience, look at some of the areas you excelled in, stay in the areas that you excelled in, right? But also remember, what are some of the areas that you, 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 didn't, you didn't do so well? Like I'm telling you, I sucked as a project manager really bad. I mean, I was able to fly, but I mean, I wasn't, I, it, it wasn't my thing, okay? That, that's on my Carfax record. So guess what? 
my clients won't experience it because like I said, I've implemented things to make up for my shortcomings. You have to think through what you excel in, what are you an expert in, what are you confident in doing, and what support do you need to accomplish what you're looking to achieve through your offer? What format best suits you and what your strong suits are? So I'm going to give you a couple of examples. All right, some things to consider. If you do not enjoy creating new content on a consistent basis, a membership model may not be the best way for you to deliver your expertise. That may not be the container for you. And here's why. In order for you to have clients continue to come back month after month on this membership model, that means you'll have to constantly be creating more. You have to keep them engaged. After a while, if it's too repetitive, they leave. And the goal of a membership model is that you've got a ton of people coming back to you. So think Netflix. That's a membership model. People pay a monthly membership to consume the content that they deliver. As a result, they now have to produce more and more content to keep us paying, right? So if you're not prepared to be creating more content over and over, that may not be for you. Now, if it is, if you've identified, you know what, this is the model I have the basis for this model and I want to make this work. How do you fill in that gap? Here's a really great tip. You're going to have to build some amazing relationships with some people who can help contribute to that content. Mm. Right? That episode literally, this episode is literally going to help save somebody, okay? Here's the second example. If you don't enjoy teaching and coaching and maybe even are like, you know, uncomfortable being confrontational, high-level coaching programs may not be the best container for you to deliver your expertise. A group coaching program or even one-to-one coaching may not be the container for you because why? A higher at higher levels of business is going to require for you to be an elite teacher. It's going to require for you to be an elite coach. It's also going to require for you to have done your work on the personal development side because it's really mindset shifts that happen at higher levels of business. This is big. At higher levels of business, it's usually not so much about the technicalities. Give them the tip. They go off and execute. What keeps them from excelling to the next level is usually mindset stuff. If that's not your zone of genius, you are either going to have to partner with people who can make up for that, right? Or choose a different model. The goal here really is that you find a formula that creates your win, win, win. Okay, I'm explaining to you what that is. It's really three W's. Now, to be clear, uh, um, before I move on, 
you are going to need to do some things that you don't love, okay? But those are the things that you can plan to delegate in the future. So long as you create an offer with a profit margin that will allow you to do so. And this is another reason why being you focused and understanding what, what those gaps you're going to have to fill will also help you to prepare this offer with a solid foundation, with a solid understanding of what's required, what additional resources you may have to bring in, which will help then once you've gotten gone through that process, now you can kind of figure out pricing from a, from a real understanding. Okay, when you are intentional about the what, about the why, and about the win for your client, you will win when it comes to creating your signature offer. Okay, now here is the last mindset um, that you'll want to sit in really always. You're going to create the first offer sitting in a place of a mindset, again, of being you-centered, of being them-centered, and then being you-centered. But always, you are going to want to be impact-centered. That's the mindset. Think impact. And the question that you're going to want to always ask yourself with regards to how am I making an impact What does my impact look like? This is the question. Are you willing to keep your signature on it? Are you willing to keep your signature on it? This is straight to the point, okay? You have to be willing to create your first iteration of teaching this offer and delivering this offer. Plus, you're going to have to be committed to always making it better. Creating and keeping your signature offer is going to require for you to create it and work to optimize it. So are you willing to keep your signature on it? Is your offer something you are still proud of? Some of you guys already have offers created that are collecting dust or don't excite you anymore or you're not proud of. This is a question that you have to ask yourself. Are you confident with the results your offer has provided? Again, impact-centered, impact-focused. If your offer isn't creating the results that you're confident about, how much impact are you truly creating? Are you impacting your life only? Right? And Are you confident about your offer even when your client isn't getting results? This is big because if you know you've created an offer that has a high probability of getting results when a client doesn't get results, you are still confident in that offer because you know you've implemented absolutely everything to support them. Right? You can only come part of the way. What, what is that saying? You can lead a, a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Most of them will drink and you, you can create an offer that will allow for results. Right? So creating a powerful signature offer will require for, again, for you to constantly optimize your offer. And you guys... Everything in its vertical, meaning 
optimize your marketing, optimize the fulfillment of it, and the upsells, downsells, and cross-sells from it. In between each coaching client that you have or service client, in between each cohort, each group, each event, I believe this question can help guide you to complete this offer to the highest level that you can possibly do it. If you can check in with this one question, if you don't have a true north or a guide that you're using right now to filter your decisions with regards to the offers that you are creating, the business that you are building, please borrow mine. Take it. It's yours. Are you willing to keep your signature on it? So to summarize the three questions you'll want to ask yourself to truly step into the mindset of creating your signature offer is, number one, you've got to be them-centered. So that question is, what do they need most? What do they need most from you specifically? Number two is you-centered. Who do you need to be and how do you need to show up to provide the best results? And then number three is impact-centered. Am I willing to keep my signature on it? Listen, I've given you a lot of questions to work through. So go ahead, like I said in the beginning, replay, click the replay button and take your time working through this. I truly designed this episode. I really wanted to start to get those ideas going. If you know the next step to multiplying your talent, to truly stepping into the next level of leadership, is leading and teaching what you know by creating a signature offer, pause this, go back, listen in, and ask those questions to yourself. Like I said, if you'd like these questions and the uh, question sheet that I usually give my clients, send me a DM on Instagram and I'll be, I'd be happy to send that your way. That is all for now, and I will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this conversation, I encourage you to do one of two things, but I'd love you if you do both. (laughs) I encourage you to download this episode. Download this episode so that you can listen back and fully implement what you've heard. In each episode, I'm asking you a question, I'm giving you a tip, and I'm giving you something to implement. Downloading is the best way to ensure that you go back and take action. The second thing I'll ask you to do is, if you know you are a commissioned woman, a woman who's meant to do more, be more, and have more, I encourage you to follow us and turn on your bell notification so you don't miss any time we put out a next episode. With that being said, I'll see you in the next one.